0: Welcome to the LifeCast. We believe an extraordinary life is within everyone's reach. By interviewing leaders of all different backgrounds and having challenging open conversations, we aim to fulfill our mission and purpose of helping individuals save years of frustration and struggle, regain clarity and focus to take what was once a wish or a dream and make it their reality. There may be explicit words or conversational topics in this podcast, so if you are underage or listening with a child, please be aware of this. Lastly. Please note that all the views, beliefs, and opinions are not always a representation of the host.
1: All right, welcome to another episode here on the LifeCast. Today, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Kelly Lynn Harrington. Kelly is actually a self-employed yoga studio owner, and she has uh, owned her studio, which is called Red Yoga, uh, located in downtown Ann Arbor. Um, for roughly three years now and personally um, my wife and i have been going to that studio and it is a step above the rest what do i mean by that they don't all just have phenomenal instructors. They don't just have a phenomenal energy in there, but they have a true community. Um, I know on my personal side, we've taken up uh, Buddha Khan, which is a, a, a something that she'll talk a little bit in this interview, which is like a blend of martial arts and yoga. Um, we've taken up rock climbing, uh, acro yoga, all through this community. And it's just a really awesome group of positive people, um, specific to Kelly. So she actually lives in the Monroe area with her uh, husband, Chip, and Two sons, Max and Chaz. Um, she has been, uh, she is ERYT500 certified, uh, which to all of you, you like me, you don't know what that really means. <laughs> that is, uh, she is certified to teach teachers of yoga so kind of like the step above the rest she also has her second series of buddha uh she's trained in her second series of buddha and overall she's just uh, a wonderful person a true leader um, an entrepreneur a great spirit so i hope you enjoy again this is going to be with uh, kelly lynn harrington out of michigan and her business is red yoga in ann arbor michigan let's go We are live, LifeCast Radio, we are down here in Ann Arbor at Red Yoga, and I'm sitting with Kelly Harrington, um, founder, I should say, of Red Yoga, and just so everybody kind of knows my background with this place, um, about two and a half years ago, my wife and I, Tatiana, we're looking for a a good yoga studio and we had just moved from arizona actually this is like three and a half years ago now that i think about it and i asked my sister Erin halloran i said "Erin, i go we're not really digging the the yoga spots out in brighton right now where's a good place we can go and she says hey i got the perfect place you guys will love it red yoga we said, okay, cool. What's the deal? there? like, oh, they, you know, they got the info, red lights, sweet community. Everybody's really cool. Both, you know, at the time, both the owners are awesome. You know, everything's good. Said, so sweet. So we come down here. We did the free month. Transformed our whole yoga experience. What do I mean? Um, how you guys do the free flow? Yeah. How there is like just a whole nother level to the community here. And so I thought it would be a fun interview to sit down with you and kind of you guys to tell the story being, it's really, I mean, it's, it's been such a big, I mean, Tatiana's best friend came from here, you know, Alex. Yes. And so it's been such a, a big deal for our family and a blessing to our family. So I thought it'd be awesome to hear your story, Kelly. So, I mean, you tell me where you want to start, you know, how did you get into the whole yoga scene?
2: Well, first of all, it's nice that Tatiana is actually um, a part of our community and helped us with the teacher training last, our last uh, session. So um, that's, that's why we're here, because we have met so many interesting people. The one thing about being in Ann Arbor that was always, um, at the beginning, challenging is so many of them are transient. They end up leaving, yep. they move on, and we create this like family feel and it was heart-wrenching but then I, I see them go off and grow and you know get back in touch and say how yoga you know helped them with their transitions yeah. you know from yeah. school or yeah. you know a new house a new community right um gosh uh, my yoga uh background you know i started back Whoa. in 96 and um then I got into yoga. I was a big runner. Okay. And it was really challenging. So, you know, I came from a, I come from a small town in Monroe and there was no yoga. So I opened up a studio in 99 and had that till 2004 and then went off to different trainings every year and then um, got a gig with Center for Yoga with Johnny Kest was one of my last teacher trainings and started working in Ann Arbor and um, fell in love with, the the kids okay you know at first I was like oh my gosh they don't want to listen yeah so you know if we they put in every pose there was that you could ever think of like all 52,000 and maybe
1: there's more. really 52,000 yeah, I think there's okay. even more okay like we, okay this could be a pose hey, hey, okay um, all right I yes. was to say I know um, about seven so yeah, you know yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so and then when it got down to the work you know the logs the holding they would be out of it and okay. I was like okay well how was I at 18 when I first you know, uh, left home. The last thing I wanted is people telling me what to do. Okay. So we learned that this freedom of allowing them to know how to gauge how much to do when they go on their own, to take rest, to not be held back, to go for something that maybe was nervous, there's a teacher here to help. That was, um, that was kind of, a like a gift that just we wanted to give back you know here at Red yeah and so it just evolved
1: that's cool and then
2: everyone just
1: got on board got on board because I know so and just to make sure I have it right so Johnny Kess he's the guy who got a deal with what's that big? Lifetime Lifetime Fitness and sold them their like yoga processes. That's the same uh, foundation teacher training, if you will. Okay. So that was the the roots of it. And then you come out here to Ann Arbor. And like you said, I never really thought about that. But yeah, the turnover is crazy because people aren't, aren't here for extended period of time. So I mean, four years, five years max, right? and then you the first location you get and that's where i met you guys and now we're like in the heart of downtown ann arbor like right in the heat of it what's been so through because i've done a couple build outs with my company right and I know how terrible it is. Right. It's terrible. Terrible. Um, you know, nothing ever goes to plan, nothing ever goes to cost, nothing ever goes to time frame. And my brother's the contractor. <laughs> and my it uncle. Was even, oh, was it's worse, my... Never family. I was like, okay. <laughs> so and instead of six months late, it was only
2: three months late. So I guess I got the family deal. Yeah. So I right. have to think of it as a plus.
1: There you go. Due. There you go. So through that transition, because you already had a sweet brand. You, I mean, Red Yoga was a right.
2: great brand, when we great teacher. We went from teachers. Center to Center to start up Red. Okay. Um, when we left Center, um, only because we, we wanted to use a different quality of heat. Okay. And we wanted more of an air quality, like fresh air coming in. Most okay. hot yoga studios, the room is closed up, you know, and we make mm. it dark. So the windows, everything is kind of dark, so you can get more into your own practice. Okay. And what we were missing was the fresh air and feeling, instead of leaving like, um, you know, what yeah. it used to leave like. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was hardcore. Yeah. And um, you, if, unless you know how to replenish yourself and waters and what to drink, it can be, um, in fact, instead of giving you energy, it can take away a lot of energy. So we wanted to bring in more air quality, you know, the red light therapy, and then the infrared heat. So that's where we came up with the name Red Yoga. Okay. Then that's where you met us. And yes. we were basically, uh, um, what is that called when you lease uh, off someone else? A sublease. Oh, You're okay. You're subleasing, subleasing. okay. Yeah. 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 Off Bloom, which yep. they had the water, yep. the float tanks. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. You knew, but it was just a room. Yeah. So as they expanded, they kind of...
1: It expanded
2: us to move on, too, and coming downtown, everybody fought it. But I just, I come from a small town, so Ann Arbor is so
1: damn cool. Oh, I love Ann Arbor. And the
2: energy, that's oh. what I go on, and that's what we hire, is energy. I love that. This space already, because, like, we moved out. She moved out a lot of statues from Bali, and, like, she brings in all of her... Um, called orchard lane she was here okay. for 30 years okay and then people stopped. the woman who
1: was in this space yes. before
2: yes And okay. now she's on the other side and just subleases this part because it was too overwhelming because so many people shop online ah. so she wasn't getting as much foot uh, traffic, foot traffic. Okay. but now it's all grown That's like crazy. the record store has been there 30 years i mean they're busy she's busier adding like buying more product we're busy we're right in the alley yeah. next to the best restaurants from a beta salon, you get a blowout. I mean, it's just like <laughs> anything you need is right here yeah. in this yeah. two block radius. It's in it, just parking, everything just seems to just like work out for you. What you is know?
1: what is um what's the benefit? So, like, like you said, we, we changed the name Red Yoga, that's the brand. What's the benefits of, like, the, the the infrared lights, if you will? Why would that matter to me or somebody who's doing yoga?
2: Right. Well, a lot of times they use more of a, a heat that ha- it's it's got a little bit more... It's not a dry heat. Okay. Like infrared. So you instantly walk in the room and you start sweating. Yeah. Here, as you work and yep. as you, you build the heat yourself, the more you move... In the, um, the more you generate heat. So the infrared begins to work internally. Okay. So not only as you physically are doing work, like, you know, the posture to, and transitioning, but it's it's working inside, like getting your blood flow, okay. your organs to detox. Um, that's why you have to stay hydrated. Okay. The sweat, you're not laying in a puddle like you normally would in the other kind of heat because it kind of dries up. Mm-hmm. But you leave and you realize, oh, I, I did sweat a ton But I'm not slipping and falling all over. But there's... It was all my work still. So the infrared is just more of a healing heat, I would
1: say. Okay. And Um, I I get it. And I like it. I mean, I I love the infrared. Like, I know... Tatiana and my sister even, they talk about the skin elements because yeah. my sister's an esthetician.
2: Oh, so she knows about the she, red light? And what,
1: she talks about the red light and what it does for her skin. And I mean, we all know, I mean, guys, yes, but probably women more, right? Are like, hey, I want to make sure I'm taking care of the, the skin and for sure. staying in the game as long as we and can, right? And
2: were the other heat. I was like, my skin, I was never, I could not drink enough
1: water. Yeah, yeah, You know. I, I get and it. And
2: also athletes. So you're not sore in the infrared heat. Like, So if I practice, and, and I say I, I do a lot of home practice, and I'm not in a heated room, I'll be sore. And then when I practice here and I can do the same practice, I'm not sore at all. Because the heat, um, it just allows your muscles, it doesn't hold on to the lactic acid. It gets everything, circu- it's like circulating, yeah. you know, all your blood flow, so it's
1: all flushing. I believe that, too, because now that as soon as you said that, I realized I was like, holy shit, I'm never sore yeah. when I leave these classes. And like, hence, I think I came to one last week. Right. And that was the first, it was your class. Right, right, And it right. was the first class I'd come to in like a month and a half. And I was like, I was, I remember I was like dying. I walked out <laughs> early, you know, like I was dying. And, and you I was went out sore. to but, slid out the but, back door. Yeah, I did slide yeah, out the back like, door. Yeah, I was like, you need to slide out the back but, door. But uh, I, I was, I, I wasn't even sore. I wasn't even sore, and I hadn't done it in a month. I've been, you know, totally lackadaisical on my workout, so I was like, oh, I'm going to be brutal, but that's a really good point. I've never thought about that, but I've never been sore from one of these classes, and and hands down, you have, in my opinion, the best instructors in any place I've ever been to. Right. You would be sore. Yeah.
2: But um, I think it's nice. I think that concept of thinking that no pain, no gain is ridiculous, especially when you if you have children or a job, a profession, like you don't want to feel that way. Yeah. And the the funny thing is if I I love boot camps, I have friends that teach boot camps and I love solid. I love all kinds of classes, and we bring them into our class, like open to take. That soreness, um, it just it, it actually has a counter effect on me. It makes me I, I eat more, I feel like a cement truck, I feel <laughs> thick, I feel shorter. Which like, is for you I'm here to feel yeah. thick. Yeah, like yoga, I feel tall. Everybody's like you're smaller than I thought I go because I don't feel small like I feel yeah. long and lean and strong but if I do the boot camp I feel short and heavy and that's
1: interesting like a
2: truck and sore and then I eat bad foods because I can't move
1: that's my problem that's why Tatiana's on me like uh I call her the Stalin of diet you know what I, mean? <laughs> I wish I, had I have worse nicknames too but anyway <laughs> so let me ask you a question Kelly because all right you're in a realm where it's like a I love your guys's flow more than any of the flows I've, I've ever done and I love I can come in here, and people are, you know, they can do handstands if they, if they can do it. They don't do it if they can't do it. And, you know, you guys are always given options. What do you do to keep your knife sharp? You know, what do you do to stay on the cutting edge? What do you do to, to just make sure you're keeping up with, with this, obviously, what you're passionate about? Right.
2: Um, well, I, I'm actually, I just signed up for a training in November for mobility with Cameron Shane. So I guess I take myself out of my comfort zone, at least. I used to do it every three months. I would go off to Santa Monica, study with Brian Kess, take some classes, go to exhale, uh, continuing teacher training, Shiva Ray, anything that can just uh, let my mind feel fresh. And then I found Cameron Shane, I think, back in 2008, Budokan. And it's a mix of martial arts, yoga. It's like... um, movement of the arts I yeah. think is what he coined. It. Okay. And it's like playing outside. So it's like you got bars and you're doing push ups and you're crawling and you're a gorilla and you know you're a Komodo dragon and it's so challenging. Yeah. But it's like you don't need any sort of like weights or you don't even need a gym. Like you can just go out to the you know, a playground or a tree. So it's like survival and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is my teacher. His his lecture was why be ordinary when you can be extraordinary, and then it's like once you're conditioned because I'm 46, and I used to run a minimum of eight miles a day, and if I didn't run eight miles a day, I felt like oh my gosh I don't feel right. Wow. And then. Um, so
1: that says a lot about you. Right and there. an
2: hour of yoga yeah. and teach 22 classes a week. Get up at 4:30 so I could you know meditate, do yoga. I was in a pranayama learning pranayama from. Um, a teacher from Canada, so that would take a good 45 minutes. It took me three hours oil pulling to get out of my door, Jesus. to get out the door. And then I have kids, so I didn't want to lose out. So I'd want to be home by 2.30 to make dinner, and I just got up earlier and earlier and earlier.
1: What is, what gets you up that early? Because like for me, listen, I've been in great routines where I'll wake up and, you know, I'm getting up at 5.55 right. every day, and I was doing that for I want to say like a year and a half. Yeah. And I haven't been able to get myself back in the routine. I mean, what, what well, I, is it? You know, what? how are you forcing yourself to get up really? What's that routine look like? I have what no do you... choice. Okay.
2: So I live in Monroe. Yep. And I have children. And I knew that I, I, I wanted to do this. So I had to get up early in the morning to be able to get everything done. Yeah. A little bit of a perfectionist. I work on that with... Uh, the yoga helps me out because I always think, you know, the bed's made, the laundry done. I yeah. like everything to come home to, like, just to be with my family. Yeah, for That's sure. That's my main thing. Kids will keep you on
1: it. I Because now it.
2: that my son just went off to college and my um, youngest is 12 today, is his birthday. Watch out. He... Um, they don't need me as much. Like I came on last yeah. night and he put, you know, lights around and cleaned out his desk and this is what he wants. He's independent. Made ramen noodles. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, not that I want that to be. As no, Tatiana, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I saw the way those digest. I tried. To, I showed in the video. Two weeks
1: and there's still noodles like right. that. I was
2: like, ooh, but um, we'll work on that one. I feel like the Stalin's gonna come up to me. Oh, she will. No, she'll be, she'll she'll be nice ramen. to you. She's
1: mean to me about it. You're right. like, you She'll be nice to you. You
2: can be mean to me, Tatiana. I need yeah. help. <laughs> but um, now I find myself, you know, I I'm sleeping in until like five, five thirty. Oh, you, you little... slacker. I'm a slacker. <laughs> I was like, damn, I had everything done and no one to hang. I was like, by noon, I mean, I could read. And yeah. There's only so much self reflection you can do before you get a little crazy.
1: I get it. So you know? so big picture for you, you're you're not only you know doing okay, you're going to places that are kind of considered the mecca, right? You right. Know, Santa Top Monica, nut. California. Like all these places. Is fighters. And that's like but out of and that's out of Miami.
2: Miami, yeah, South
1: so East. he so Cameron Chain's out of Miami with Budokan. You're going over to California with Brian Kess. Yep, he's and, coming in January. That's right, he's coming in January. I've been to both of those workshops. Yeah. And like so that'll bring me into my my oh, next right. questioning with yeah. you. Is for me, and I was talking about in the beginning, like it's a true community. Right. I went to a lot of yoga studios in Scottsdale. And that's where it all started for me, like getting into yoga. I spent nine years out in the Scottsdale area and uh, that's where I met Tatiana. Yeah, and, what you
2: guys uh, raft?
1: Uh. Yeah, we worked for the Foundation for Blind Children. We took 15 blind kids down the Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon. Colorado River for five days uh, whitewater rafting. Then we hiked out of the Bright Angel Trail, which is like 7.7 miles straight up. That's where we met, right? Yeah, it's cool. But during that, I used to go to Bikram Yoga and I probably went to six or seven different yoga studios just right. in the Scottsdale Valley. And um, don't get me wrong, at the time I was like, "Oh, this is sweet. You know, this is nice." But it was so like regimented, and you know, you couldn't talk when you walked into the classes. It was like Global very science. like. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And, um, Which I, I
2: love, and that is for yeah, certain personalities. Don't
1: get me wrong, but I'm I a, enjoyed it. I yeah, did. I enjoyed it at the time. But right. I also didn't know what you guys had even existed right so it's like growth right like you as you learn new things and you find new things you want to go do those things right so for you guys what okay yeah i could say i like the yoga in the room i could say i like you guys as teachers more and i do right um i like the vibe here right and i like the people here but the variable in my opinion i'm curious on how you how this has happened because even like eric eric's here with us And Hi Eric. And right, and I wanna do me and him were talking, we gotta do a podcast with with Eric about the meditation. But um, you know, when I first started practicing here, I meet Eric. Eric's like, Hey you ever been climbing? So boom, we go over to Planet Rock and that's the first time I ever went climbing. Then um, I'm talking to Chef and Christian and they're like, Hey, have you guys ever done acro yoga? And then I meet Jim. Jim what's it? Gilligan. Gilligan, yeah. Yeah, And I just saw him the other day because he's he's in Brighton. So we go do an acro yoga class with him, you know, and then Budokan. Right. I go to that workshop and I know what you're saying cause like these dudes are ripped. No weights. Right. Beast mode. Beast mode. And, and then I, I, I go to that. Brian Kess and that guy just says it how it is. And I loved it. You I know, and it. his whole Simple, approach.
2: Simple, no music.
1: So you're just, you've, you've kind of gone around and, and found these people who are doing things that are differently. So now, but my point being is this is a true community. You come here and you will meet people. You will find, you know, Dude you will find all lawyers, sorts of students. How, do you have any idea on how that happened here? Because it's different than any other yoga studio I've ever gone to. Right. I
2: think the, um, I think how it worked out is we allowed everyone to be themselves. So I think when you offer, because I, I started with Bikram and I love the regiment. I ashtanga. Um, I kind of like that get it done, learn it, mm-hmm. perfect it, and move on kind of thing. Yeah. But that didn't teach me life. So what it taught me is uh, that not knowing what was coming and kind of like yoga was a preparation to be more of a character off the mat. And I think that's what people feel. Mm. Like you got Sandra, who's all, one of our teachers. Who's, she's just got the biggest heart. Yeah. So it's like you can feel it. Like when you walk in the room, everybody includes you.
1: Yes. Like, how are you, what's going totally on?
2: There's no hierarchy. No. It's not like they're coming for Kelly Harrington yoga. They're coming for red yoga, and that's what we wanted, because I think all of our teachers have something to bring to the table, and they all have a different energy. That's how we put them on different times. It's like, of course, to their work schedule. We yeah, do of course, yeah. Them. But most of the times are for the energy they bring. Like Sarah Kay, who just taught, she's kind of mellow, but she brings it like it's a challenging class and there's no like holding back that's you know um people say a lot about safety this is what teachers you know they they preach I don't like that floor on your own or the craziness of a packed class it doesn't feel safe that's what other
1: teachers say who don't don't practice okay okay
2: and they have their way Mm -hmm. you know and they want to control which I tried I said when I came here to first teach I wanted to control these young kids and I realized okay how was I so you learn you you're, we're teaching people to learn their own control, and through that they they show character. yeah so and the teacher is also being vulnerable by up here and telling their story, which somehow it's like parallel universe. We all have that. You think the teacher is talking just to you, but we're all feeling yeah. the same thing. yeah. like yesterday it was gratitude day. I mean, I could feel it on every every wavelength. I mean, I was like pausing, I was late, people in front of me, I thought, oh, they're being rude, but no, it's Grateful Day. To like, <laughs> like it's gonna be okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think that's what I think that's what they feel touched, each person. And if we're not their style, we suggest other studios. Like there's so many like sister studios around here, or a friend has a gym. A three-in-one fit our friend so there's boot camps he sends people what's here. his name
0: eddie eddie
2: well, i know eddie you know eddie yeah something? okay eddie, alex yep. Sandra. some of our teachers help him out for people that just want to be in that they don't want to come to a yoga studio they yeah. their boot camps their yoga so we don't judge what you like to do but if you are an athlete you're a runner this infrared heat will help you like asana even yep. if you came and you wanted to lay down and do one or two stretches if you want to come in here and learn handstand or crow to handstand our teachers are all skilled in adjustments and helping you with that. Yeah. We have so many workshops yeah. planned, just so people if they want to be slower and a little bit more safe, they can come to the you know the workshops and yeah. then incorporate it at their own pace. But I feel like if you're ready you're ready. Yeah. Like I- you were like kids, no one said okay, handstand, your hands have to be placed
1: Exactly. You figure it out.
2: You figure it out. And here
1: and that's crazy. I've never even considered the concept of like, oh, this is unsafe. That's yeah. never even crossed my mind. Yeah, here's because you're a, smart
2: enough to take care in, of yourself. You're in, in charge home. of yourself. Yeah. It's not
1: like somebody's like, hey, I want you to go run your head into the wall. You know, right. like that's not the scenario. That's people crazy. ignore me yes yeah, say no. I'm like, that's good. <laughs> like, like me, when I was like, last class, yeah, I yeah. literally laid there for 20 minutes. I was like, I'm going to die in Like, here. get up, but, Alex.
2: No, okay, that's good. Res- yeah, you respect yeah. yourself, you know.
1: So let me ask you a question, Kelly. So for you, this whole process, right, of like how red yoga started, your personal story of, of yoga and what it's been to you. What's, you know, what's what's one thing that yoga has made you aware to, or like, you know, a life changing, you know, something maybe a, sh- a mind shift, a mindset shift. Oh, I mean, like, is there, so I'm many. sure there's thousands. Oh, it's crazy. Is there like one or two that you would highlight that like dramatically changed your life? Cause I mean, you're so deep into this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yoga community and and you've made a business out of it obviously it's your passion I mean what's one or well, th- two you know what things
2: it opened me up to the signs and signals and that mindfulness that when you are moving because you know I'm a I am I have a lot of energy I love I love being outdoors I like playing I love kids I you know um of my kids, you know, so I play with them and and hang out, and the one thing I got from it is uh, to be playful, um, to look for the signs of signals instead of just, like, when you're in your 20s, mm-hmm. everything is, like, in the moment, yeah. so, like, you know, things are always exciting and whatever, and as you get older, you realize, okay, this is another pattern I'm seeing, like um i'm controlling this situation or i've been married i'm going to be married um 23 years this september
1: that's awesome
2: and and um, Chip,
1: chip's a killer dude too. he's crazy
2: and he's the opposite of me yeah. like I, I mean i just got him to put on he thought they were skinny jeans and i said they're not they're joe's jeans they just have a little stretch <laughs> he's like oh, you're trying to make me wear skinny jeans <laughs> like, and then he actually i got him up here a lululemon pants and he put them on and he's like I think they make these for my body type, and I'm like, sure they do. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just the normal, average white guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but he's outside all the time. He owns a marina, so he has his own yoga. And yeah. I don't push it, but I don't think I would have been able to stay married as long as I am, and kind of work through all the struggles because it's always a struggle yeah. of being yeah. a mom and being married and kind of finding that maybe you're not doing everything with your husband he doesn't share you know the yoga passion but he likes meditation he reads so we learn you know we grow from each other yeah in the patience the acceptance the practice of just being a human being is what I learn mindfully from yoga so I see signs I see when I'm you know signals or signs like uh when I'm being controlling, or I'm trying to push my story off on my kids, you know, or telling them how they should be. And I should be learning from what I didn't like my parents that they did to me. So I'm like, okay, this is, taught me an awareness. I'm doing the same thing my mom did to me, like trying to choose what I should do for a living. My parents owned a restaurant for 30 years. Okay. So I went to Toledo University in business and I was gonna run the restaurant and i had to get married on a sunday because it's too busy on a friday. Our life was consumed, holidays, yeah. everything. A restaurant business is so challenging. I watched yeah. my brother go through a divorce wow. cuz he couldn't be there enough, you know, mm-hmm. couldn't go to hockey games on the, you know, or tournaments on the weekend. He was the head chef. So i decided i didn't want to do it. And when i told my parents i was going to open a yoga studio, everybody laughed at me. they was like, "Kelly, when are you going to figure it out?" Cuz i tried to be a flight attendant too and
1: I You'd just, probably be a killer flight attendant. It
2: was fine. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna open energy. up that shoot, I'll be like, follow me. I'm not gonna let you go first though. Follow me. I'll show you what to do. <laughs> I had a plan, escape plan out out of the plane.
1: I believe there. that too. That was kind of freaky. So that's 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 a hell of a story. So the restaurant game was 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 the path, the family oh, path. Oh yeah.
2: So chaos and all of that in the moment, like teaching, yeah. like when there's so much stuff going on kind of easy it's like a new year's eve night for me
1: yeah you're like With oh, the kitchen is... yelling yeah waitresses
2: can't get their big potato out in time or whatever i was like i was always out of body in the middle of chaos
1: that's very interesting and i yeah. didn't know that that's oh, good yeah. stuff and that's like and you had to probably i mean that's talk about will
2: took me four years of guilt i couldn't even drive i live in the same town i couldn't even drive by the restaurant leaving it because my mom was in her late 60s 70s and she would say i just wish you'd go to work for me you mm. know
1: Oh, and I was like brutal. I couldn't do
2: it because I would go in and then I was all caught up and I was I, my whole life I, I, at age six I was there like the bus would drop yeah. me off in kindergarten at the bar I called it and that's I think where I got some of my uh social skills happy
1: <laughs> being able to talk, <laughs> I could to, talk anybody. to anybody yeah I believe I'm like, that
2: oh and I'd give advice yeah. you know
1: yeah but um that's a riot. It so, okay, so that that's really interesting. So you're you're supposed to get in the restaurant business. You obviously just pull a 180 on it, and you go start a yoga studio. And yes,
2: I, at the Y. I was at the local Y. Yep. And my girlfriend and I would run, and then we'd go up to Plymouth to Bikram Yoga. Uh-huh. And some lady said, hey, you do yoga. Why don't you teach yoga at the Y? And I'm like, well, I'm not trained. So I start teaching a class, like Bikram kind of style. And, yep. and then they're like, we need a yoga studio in Monroe. And I'm like, I'll open it. And that's how I do things. I just jump in. that's how I met Eric. Like, how we came up with the concept of Red was after a class that I was teaching, um, I would have such headaches, and I would try to teach two back-to-back to make enough money to drive from Monroe to, you know, make a living, because I out. still yeah. really aren't making a killing, yeah. but I love what I do, yeah. so my uh, that uh, Chip understands that. I That's another reason why I've been married so long, because yeah. he supports my passion, even yeah. though it's you know, not necessarily, uh, paying a lot of the bills, but, um, and I met Eric, I was like, I have these deep headaches. I just don't feel good. I can only, I had to go down to one class and he would come in with this air quality. And I was like, who is this guy? He's like, it's getting dangerous levels, open a door. And I'm like, what? Is happening. <laughs> so I was like, dangerous levels. Like, And he just had me look at it differently. I was like, okay, why am I punishing myself? And that's at no pain, no gain. Yeah. I mean, I would run, 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 punish myself. And then I would like, oh, reward it with maybe a pizza. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of yep. like hamster wheel. Yep. In yoga, you can't really reward yourself with pizza like you can running. Because if I eat pizza and come in this heat and twist and move, it reminds me of all the reasons why... You didn't that want to doesn't the, feel good. That yeah. dairy, or you know, you have to mindfully think of everything, like how I'm going to approach this. Am I hydrated? How am I eating? Am I taking care of myself? If not, it shows up in this room. But it's a good thing.
1: Yeah. No. Like and I you mean, you want to know. And I would have never guessed. You said 46. Yeah. I'd never, in a million years, I wouldn't uh, guess you were 46, period. Uh, like, me and Tatiana, I was like, damn, she's like, I need to get my arms like Kelly's. <laughs> you know? And Tatiana's 28, and don't get me wrong, she's right. in great shape, great. and she works out hard. But she's like, you know, she right. looks at you as somebody like, wow, I, I want a no model. Ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that says something. Yeah. I mean, because Tatiana's no spring chicken, and she's a tough chick, too, you know? Right. And I have a ton of respect for, for everything you guys do. But with um, with everything you go through, you know, who do you think, you probably know, but who's your greatest mentor and why?
2: Oh my gosh, I, I would have to say uh, my husband. Yeah. Only because he gives me so many messages because he's the oppos- opposite of me. Yeah. He drives me insane and I'm like, okay, God put <laughs> me with this person. And um, it was so funny because I, you know, I'm always thinking like, oh, I should get myself a yoga man and hang out and do all this. And I'm like, how did I get Chip?
0: (laughs) You know, like
2: I was just. And everybody loves him, and he comes up and he can just fit in. Yeah, he can. But every day he reminds me of like, you know, why I need to be on my game, be the best. He, we bring a balance for our children, so they can be better versions of us. So he, like, he just teaches me to come in here and have something to say.
1: Yeah. Usually
2: Thanks. it's a message of, you know... I started, I think, my message on Sunday, Wednesday was, I can't stand this man I'm married to, but I... And then I, it turned into this, like... It was that... I was listening to Joel team. Okay? Oh,
1: yeah. Good, good old Joel.
2: Okay. And I was riding up here. And, and for a minute, he was like, why live an ordinary life? Like, why be in an ordinary relationship? Like, do you feel that you're not you know uh, fulfilled or loved or he's not giving you enough attention and he's like women t- you know men too you need to treat your wife like a queen like rubber feet you know whatever and that's what he was saying if you want to be treated you know like a queen then you have to treat your man like a king yeah and a lot of times like I'm very hardcore you see me in here
1: like yeah. I'm like get up I was yeah three brothers yeah you're not we don't cry you're not soft I'm not soft
2: I'm like get up and suck it up princess you know and, <laughs> and she is always so like you know attentive to the kids and a little bit more understanding so we have this great balance and um Joel said you know just tell them you love them and and build them up so I was like, this is just have to be funny. <laughs> so I thought, I can't write it in a text because it doesn't feel right. Yep. It feels fake, so I send him a heart. And the message came back he, the, with a grown, hairy man like he is. Yeah, should never send this emoji with the cheeks all rosy. And he's like, is this your sign of unconditional love for me? And then I was talking to my girlfriend who was complaining later on about her husband. I go, listen, just send a heart don't fight it because she's like 30. I go, I have 20 years I have fought this and you can't change them so just love him, Try it because it set this whole different model, mm. you know, like that opposite.
1: Mm, I and love so that. And so three
2: hours later she's like, I sent the heart and I'm like, okay, good, this is a start.
1: Yeah, like, right.
2: That's- but after 20 years I'm still learning how to live with someone that's opposite. Like, there's always another perception. You can have, we could all see the same crime and we will see it differently. Yeah. Like everything, anything, you know, over tipping can seem snotty or it can be grateful. You know what I mean? Like it can see like a show off. Like You're there's so many right. ways yeah. to look at everything. And he has me see things. In another way, even if I don't agree.
1: Yeah, I and get it. That's big. And that's big. So the, the couple things that I was thinking about while you were talking, one, it reminds me a lot of Tatiana and I. Because she's very like, hmm, you know what I mean? She'll lay the hammer. She's, she's the bad cop Which on I the good Which I tried at the
2: beginning. Right? In
1: 28, yeah, I did You know, and, did. And, but, but we have a good blend because she knows where I lead in right. the household and I know right. where she leads. Exactly. And we've accepted that for the most part. Yes. A book I go back to that reminds me of what you're talking about is uh, it's called The Way to Love. Uh, by i think it's khalil gabriel i'm not sure look at great book i have i buy a bunch every year and i just give them away so i'll bring the way to love it's called the way to love and it's not what you think it's not talking about like finding somebody to love it talks about loving yourself first before you can love anybody else right and then more importantly when you do find people loving them for who they are and stop trying to change them.
2: And that's what we teach here. And I love
1: world. that. I yeah. love that. I'm going to bring that book to you because I truly, I buy like 10 copies a year. And
2: I'll get you a book because that just reminded me. My first training with Cameron Shane, we had to read The Dance of the Lion and the Unicorn. Ooh. So in every relationship, there is a lion and a unicorn. And a lion is when, like, I'm upset, I roar. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. And then he shies off and I'm like, oh, like I think he doesn't care enough yep. or... He's just, you know, he'll say, oh, the goddess, hey, where's your yoga? And that just <laughs> And you're makes like, that's more. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I have a passion for life. You are a procrastinator. You're just putting things off. And he just quiet and yep. goes into his, like, he'll go read a book or run a bath and ignore me. And it just would make me crazy. So this book let me see that people deal with, you know, aggression or um, life in a whole different approach. Some people retreat. Some people fight and yell and neither are exactly right, but they usually come together. Yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, for some reason, we're all supposed to bring this balance. Like we're not supposed to, you know, roar and scare people. Cause I'm a, you know, I'm not one of those like, I'm over it. Yeah, I'll say, hey, Alex, you know, you yes, hustle, well, whatever. And I'm done. Yeah, and then they're still like holding on to it. I'm like, I thought we were
1: over that. Oh man, and I
2: know. Like I just be gone.
1: I have that same thing with my business partner, my cousin. He's the, He's that way. And me, I won't let people ever know my true. That's Chip never shows. I'll, you know, yeah. you'll never know if I'm happy, mad, like you, don't like you. Yeah. You know, and I, I internalize it. And it's the same thing, though. You're yeah. absolutely right. That, that's, I'm, I want to definitely read that book. Read that. that. It'll good. help you
2: understand him more. Because yeah. then you can kind of come back a little, because, you know, when you need to. Yeah. Give him
1: what he needs a little.
2: Or teach him to meditate.
1: Right. That's where Eric yes. comes in. So let me ask you this, who, who, okay, so i I got two questions. Okay. First one is this, who of all the people you've mentored, because you've mentored a lot of people now in the yoga community, yeah. you know, um, do you have like a, a favorite story or somebody who you've seen their change their life, like dramatically through, and, and of course you, I know the way you are, you're not going to take credit and, and all that, right, but right. guiding somebody, I guess, is there somebody who comes to mind or a great person who you've helped mentor that's really changed their life or seen a a transformation
2: god there's been so many stories um of students coming in for teacher training and and I, i think each and every one of them uh have come out just you know out of their shells and amazing but i'm trying to think of just one that's a good question. So, so a
1: second question. Okay. Personally and professionally, you know, because obviously they're highly intertwined. Yeah. What's the, the greatest success or the greatest moment? Like, have you ever had that moment where, like, you know, I for, I know for me, I have a really hard time, like, giving myself kudos and doing a like, good job, and Alex. I I always can do better. I, that, yeah, I, that's how I feel. I leave
2: every time thinking, I, and, I should, next time I'm going to do this.
1: Yeah, and, and I had a moment probably two years ago and I looked back on this book and I was filling it out like five years before and I found this book and I started reading it and it was like all of these goals that I had accomplished and forgot I even wrote them down yeah and I like started crying I was like oh my god like it was the first time I gave myself like a good job yeah Alex. I am amazing you know Alex. do you have any moments in your life that come to mind where you're like wow that was a big success and you you, you own that and, and internalize that and took that like what are those things that come up in your head whether it be one time 15 I don't know
2: yeah well recently you know i took my son on our red yoga retreat to bali and he's 11 not well he's 12 today but was 11 and we sat around at the closing circle and you know noticing him throughout the the whole retreat getting to understand personalities like there was a girl you know and they were teasing going back and forth and i was like hey Chaz, be careful you know she's a little sensitive he's like oh i was getting a feeling of rough and tumble I'm like, bad feeling. So the next day when she came back like teasing him, he kept quiet and kind of respected that, and it kind of died off instead of it getting, you know, yeah. it was getting a little odd. And I saw him like have to retreat from saying something because he understood her personality. And then he was buying gifts, like he would buy little gifts for um, when we'd go shopping if one of uh, – the girls or even, you know, Gabe or Josh, one of the guys, would say, Oh, I love this little statue. They'd walk ahead and he'd use his own money and, you know, he loved that giving. So when we sat around at the circle, um, he he said that he was nervous about coming, but everyone made him feel so comfortable. But the way he related personally with each person to be able to be that young and not be selfish and just go with the flow mm-hmm. and monsoons, that was a I actually cried. Yeah. And I don't usually, you know, I was so proud to think of what I got to, you know, what I have allowed my children to be exposed to. Yeah. These amazing people, like who would bring their, I only would bring my child knowing that anybody that came from red is going to be able to handle anything that's going on. I mean, like we had monsoon rains, you know, scooter accidents, you know, we were in a ferry and it was tilting across the Indian ocean. Like, you know, Gilly, when we got off at like one in the morning, we had to get on this plank and it was over the water and it was like, you not even put together. He's, just, he's like, Mom, is this safe? And I'm like, no, it's not, follow me. <laughs> so like the, the fear that, you know, just that going with, my kids travel a lot and exposed exposed to, to different people. That was, I'd say, a proud moment. I know I go back to family a lot. I feel like Kathy Lee from Regis and Kathy. You know, she always talked about her kids. It used to bug me. <laughs> I was like, I can't stand this woman. She just talks about her kids all the time. But no, that. And I'm Kathy Lee right now. <laughs> uh,
1: so this is. But funny, I mean, though. like,
2: I just like that's just you know. But each student. Yeah. When I watch the students come over and over, and I watch them do the work, and 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 they leave standing tall and feeling better about themselves every okay. moment. I mean, I feel like I'm in my 20s. It's like brand new. Like, yeah. It never gets old. Yeah. So yeah. I can't like, bring it down to one because every time I teach, it's like therapy for me. I love being in here because yeah. I love to see people happy. And that's what they say. One of my teachers, Sharon Gannon, she's a Jivamukti teacher. I used to do a lot of workshops and follow them around. Um, she said the key to happiness is to, to do all you can do to uplift the lives of others so when I see my teachers like just on Instagram like four of our teachers went out Friday night like that brings joy like in our teachers doing workshops and coming up and the next the next
1: group yeah
2: I'm ready to pass that baton and be a part of Red be a part of it but I'm ready to see yeah you know all of our teachers evolve and I would say that was when we had our first meeting after being closed the the yep. renovation yep. the three month ordeal yeah. opening right before summer yeah. hot yoga right in a new location right I was scared to death in our first teacher meeting everyone that sat there knowing and and the loyalty and uh, how they waited for us and came together ready to show up and so happy to be a part of teacher training and everything it just felt like this is what why we did it yeah not to build this rain that i can just fall off one day yeah. you know yeah but um just to kind of feel that that growth and i i feel like it's just getting better
1: you know i i agree with you and, and just kind of for my you know closing comments if you will so a um people can find you at red yoga ann yeah. is yeah. that right red yoga ann yeah. right instagram is red yoga yeah that boom red yoga yoga. and um we'll put some links in on some of the the healing powers and benefits of the red lights and what you guys got going on here because this place is you know if you watch the video a lot of people just listen to the podcast but if you watch the video you can see there's like another 15 20 feet on the other side of the camera this place is freaking sweet yeah you know and and i know from my personal Experience um, of just the the quality of what you guys are doing here, from the people, from the teachers, to the the energy in here. If
2: they look up these benefits, I have a hard time selling. I like to share. Yeah. So like when people ask me like for workshops, I just kind of feel like just show up. I'm yep. not into the Instagram and that push yep. push. But you know some people need that little bit of push. I have so many women are like you should let everybody know the benefits if they knew the red light and the skin and the infrared it's like being in a sauna and i'm like well can't they google it right like don't they wonder before they're coming in or it's all over our website or eric like he said we'll give you links yeah but once you read it you'll say why would i why would i not yeah why wouldn't i get everything all in one
1: Yeah. yeah like
2: why would i go to a sauna like i used to you know told you three hours to get out of the house but here it's like all in one. If you want to do mountain climbers, I mean, our teacher may like tease you or whatever, but you do mountain climbers, you know, like we might think, okay, we'll add in some extra push ups if you need a little more, you know, but, uh, you know, I think you this is an one-stop shop. I agree. Friends, family, good air, nice heat.
1: It's, and it's beautiful, and you glow cool, you cool people. Oh, they're so and, cool. and hey, if you're diverse, and I love this too, because obviously you're right here in the heart of University of Michigan, right. right downtown Ann Arbor, you got the deal where it's like, if you're a student. 300 bucks. What is that? What is it? We're doing
2: semester packages, so they don't have to worry about canceling, because a lot of times when you get a membership, you know, you have to send a month ahead and cancel, and it's a big ordeal. Yeah. So we're doing a fall semester and a spring semester. Cool. And it takes you all the way through to the end of year. So when they need it in December... You know, with their final exams and stuff, we're still here for them yeah. to make that time because that's what they need to learn, balance. Because yep. if not, I don't, when you go to school, college, like it's never ending, yeah. the studying and everything. So that little bit of a break is what we're here for. And then spring semester as well.
1: Okay.
2: And then, you know, summer, summer we lose like, I think there's 40,000 students that leave in the summer. Like it's crazy. You guys still are busy though. We still are busy.
1: Your guys' classes will still stay packed.
2: It was so much fun to see how many people (laughs) live down here that work and how busy, you know, a different side of the community. It's not just students. That's what we love. No, and,
1: and, and that's what's cool about Ann Arbor too and I, I commend you on on your vision of, of knowing that this was gonna be the location and, and trusting that it just through obstacles, it. through challenges. You right. know, I mean that, that I got a ton of respect. Well oh, everybody for that.
2: doubted us. Yeah? Let me just tell you. Yeah. There was a lot of things that could go wrong, but you know, if you don't take a risk, you don't reap the reward. I
1: was just and talking about business. that with, with Tatiana. I was like she scary though. You got it. You, you know, if you don't put the money up, you're never gonna get it back. If you never. don't if you never put yourself out there, you're never gonna really be able to grow. You know, and yeah. and so thank you though Kelly for doing this because um, I just I knew there was a you know because me and you have even talked that about some even, of this stuff. I
2: was so honored. I didn't even you know? know what I said yes to. Yeah,
1: exactly, and that's the way you yeah, roll. And that's I, I got a ton of hot. respect for you, and um, I love this place, and thank you for everything you've done because it's really transformed both mine and Tatiana's life. Oh, you guys have transformed mine, and I really mean that because this this is um you know what for what it's worth you know it's like the friendships we've gotten from here right the the things that we've been exposed to through all of you guys so thank you and um from the bottom of my heart i appreciate you doing this visit red yoga if you're in arbor this is in my opinion the gold standard of yoga so and you gotta come everything. check it out man <laughs> all right cool thank you Kelly. All right, i appreciate thank it. you all right cool this was great awesome and uh that wraps up another episode of life cast thanks for joining us everybody Hey, thanks for listening for another great episode. Hey, Phil, I was just thinking about something. Where where can people find us at?
0: Well, they can find us on the internet and on mm-hmm. all social media platforms.
1: Really? Yep. So, talk to me about what about Twitter? Where, what would that handle be?
0: That would be at LifeCast Radio.
1: Okay. What about Instagram?
0: At LifeCast Radio.
1: Facebook?
0: At LifeCast Radio.
1: Uh, what about YouTube?
0: At Lifecast Radio. Al, it's the same for every single social media platform.
1: Ah, okay. I appreciate that, Phil. I needed that clarity. For sure.
0: Hey, us old folks, right? That's
1: right. That's right. Us old folks. Hey, uh, thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. And remember to live intentionally for excellence. Lifecast, baby.